Hey y'all. It's Tyler Perry's diary of a bad black woman. Hey y'all, it's a bitch that's been framed. Hey y'all, it's the main bitch back in action. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> a picture that has been framed. Bitch, you ain't been framed. <laughs> Oh my god, but you're taking it so seriously when you know I would. You did what you did. You said what you said. I did say what I, I, I said what I said, yes, but you know, in a real life situation, it wouldn't go down that way. But you said. It wouldn't even happen in a real life situation. You just, but you don't know that. You said. I know that. You don't know that. Anything, I do know that, actually. Anything can happen. You said I, that you I, were going to flip and dip I know. And I said, so you the one doing the bending? <laughs> and you say, yeah. You Wait, down. since we're talking about this, I got a question. Oh, God. If I, you know, not me, let's say I had a friend. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to maybe peg her man one day. Is <laughs> the friend in the room with us? That <laughs> she will remain hidden. Don't piss me off. The the question is, can he not eat that whole day? No. Unless you want poop on his feet. No, it, it he just has to. I mean, it's the piece won't be real; it'll be plastic. I just no. Um, you you can eat the same day you bought them, but you just have to know your body and know like that you're clean in preparation for you know getting pegged. Because mm. I, mean, I feel like people be like they can't eat the whole day, and then I just feel like, why would you even want to do something? Like you hungry and shit. Right, that's not true. You can eat the same day, but a good a good practice for bombs to have is to have fiber heavy diets. Mm. So okay. she likes to shit on some booty on the sheet. He got a shit solid. So I so no none of that for me. I won't. <laughs> Wait, this bitch said he got the shit solid. <laughs> but, yeah, but you do. at the same time, you have to be prepared when you're doing that kind of stuff because shit happens. One thing about me, I won't be playing PlayStation because I don't. We know. <laughs> We've been. You know what? Fuck all of y'all. I will storm out of here. I will flip all these tables over here. Oh my god! I already came here with attitude. Ronnie, you know that. I was just playing along. Fuck all that. Fuck all that, because I was very respectful. You wouldn't even let us talk about Hobie Palooza, but you could sit here and say you gonna flip and dip my man, and I'm supposed to be like. Damn, you okay. said flip and dip? Because, <laughs> because, because you know I wouldn't actually do that. But what's that even mean? Like, if I, I'm just trying if, to imagine how that works. If I ever met that man, I would shake his hand, probably give him like a little bro hug or whatever, and be like, so let me tell you about my friend. Mm-hmm. But that's not what you say on the game. Okay, if this was Hobie, how would, the, how would flip and dip work? Please explain. I need the visual. I mean, 
honestly, if someone said that in that context with that game, I really wouldn't get. He was a topic. He was like one of the first ones, and I was like, okay. And I was very nice. And honestly, had you been rude like some of the other bitches, I wouldn't have said nothing because I didn't say nothing to them. So I damn sure would not say nothing to you. But it's different. You know how I feel about this man. And you know how I actually genuinely would not do it, anything in a real life situation. Yeah. But when given the prompt. It's just a drinking game. Like, oh my God. Well, I'm not drinking, bitch. <laughs> well, I, I was drinking and having snacks. So my all my all my all my shit was gone. I didn't have Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lost. I did. I did lose it. But like I said. You know, lost your damn life. And when you find your mind, call me back. <laughs> okay, Nini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call me when you find your fucking mind, bitch. They was on Discord singing songs to me. I'm like, girl, fuck all y'all. Every single last one of the bitches said they go fuck my man in my face. I said, oh, that's oh. what we doing today? Child, I went to sleep. It was the ultimate betrayal. Like I said, I was. It probably wouldn't. It wouldn't have hurt as much if it was just one bitch. But it was, and they went in a line. Nine. (laughs) Which man was in there? Jackson Wayne. Oh, I let look. I let them have Yungi. They was talking their shit. I let them have it. I, 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 I didn't say nothing about Yungi. I let him have all the rest of the niggas I like. I ain't say shit. But got the Jackson, y'all, y'all just gonna y'all just gonna get comfortable. Too comfortable. You don't kick your shoes off, put your feet up on my couch. Like that's not this kind of I, I invited y'all here for brunch. Not to stay the night. You walk around comfortable in my house. I don't like this. Went in a line telling me the nasty shit they go do to my man. In my mind, I blacked out. I ended the space in the middle of them bitches talking. I ain't give a fuck. I ain't want to hear that shit in my mouth. I'll never give y'all the chance to treat me like I'm a piece of shit ever again. Blacks. And that's why you don't hold conversations with black. I will. Are we still talking about this? <laughs> Did you watch the, the video that I sent you, Ronnie? No. Oh, well, after the podcast, you should. I thought it was very interesting. Oh, that Vixen video? I like that. Huh? I thought I just finished watching it, so I came on. I I was lost. Anyway, back to the the, the subject at hand. Hot takes. Anybody got hot takes? That wasn't the subject at hand, and you tried to change. The it subject, really but was. That's okay. No, no it, it wasn't. It, that was my hot take, and you gonna say we still talking about this? Girl, fuck you. Oh, I didn't know the world. I didn't know that was your hot take. My hot take is that my fucking friends betrayed me, mm. and I'll never give them a chance to treat me like I'm a piece of shit again. All right, nine. Do I have a hot take? Um, 
let me continue thinking. Mm. Okay. Um, my hot take is that um, I feel like if someone clarifies something four times over and you're still not giving the point, then you're just stupid. Wow. That's my hot take. But that that is going to bleed into a, a pop culture topic because we're going to talk about BTS, obviously. Oh, um, I'm sorry. You still don't have hot take? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I say you still doing your hot take? <laughs> um, I'm done. They keep going in and out. Let me take this one Hello. Nine. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, go. Um, my hot take is I feel like. If somebody, I just think people need to learn how to let people go Mm. faster than they do. Like, you need to just start respecting yourself. Mm. You know when somebody do some shit that don't feel right. Like, at this point, you already have people that care about you. You should know how it feels to really be cared about. Why are you still letting people play in your face? Just block them and move on. I think if people did that more, we wouldn't have the amount of videos on TikTok that we have, whether it's with a friendship or relationship. I just, a friendship or like a romantic relationship. And it's kind of annoying because it's embarrassing. Like, why would you post that? We need to bring back just a little bit more shame. Because mm. I'm, I'm tired of seeing the girls posting about when somebody just them dirty. Yes, we should make everybody feel safe and everybody should feel included. But you got a digital footprint. You're talking about they girl that's No, I'm talking about digital. all these bitches in general. Oh. It's, I saw that girl. <laughs> said that nigga was on crack. And then she <laughs> she paid to get him a stripper for his birthday and to have a threesome and they locked her out of the room. And then she, he had got chlamydia from her. And then she had to pay for him to get the medicine. And then yeah, like, after doing all of that, and then after doing all that, he left her to go be with the, the girl that he had a, a baby on her way because <laughs> he had to be with his family. I said... <laughs> Why would you tell us that? Where is your therapist? All of this. Where is your best friend? That bitch needed a diary. The internet was not the place. It's not, and it, I feel I do feel be feeling bad for these people, but then half the time you check the comments, they're never on your side. Like you just told the world to be bullied. <laughs> this ain't really a safe place like you think it is. <laughs> Especially you got no motherfucking TikTok. Bad. You check all the and you post some shit like that on Twitter, you're done. Especially if it I goes like, viral. People don't have no 
shame. They need shame again. Yeah. It's, I don't even think it's, she don't have shame. I think she may be shamed about it. Maybe she thought this was a cautionary tale. Like this is no, because no, not a lot of people will fall for this. Like now, you you told everybody. I just know you even more embarrassed. I don't understand why. Ain't nobody like, even like saying I'm so sorry that happened to you. Everybody is clowning you. And nobody was like, yeah, girl, my man did that to me. I'm telling you right now, this is not a shared experience. At all. The worst me. thing I ever did, I told Yana, and I told her because I know she be forgetting. So I just it's, it's, it's God's tale now. I don't even remember it myself. <laughs> I don't understand how people have such a hard time just walking away from people or stuff. Like, it's not that deep. Just leave it. Like people, I think at a certain age, it comes to a point where like you know, I you just have to start holding yourself accountable at a certain age, like, and and then they want to be like the main ones. It's like I can never allow somebody in to love me. And it's it's annoying for people like us who want to like make, or I don't even know if I really want to make new relationships, but if I wanted to. It's annoying because I gotta deal with all the damn trauma you've been through. I ain't do shit to you, bitch. I ain't do shit to you, bitch. So you need to go get help and stop blaming other people. That's my hot take. Hey, Amen. Well, period. Man. All right, pop culture time. Um, this happened a while back, but we didn't discuss it. Um, apparently a lot of people have a whole bunch of thoughts and feelings about Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey breaking up. Oh, God. I really just don't understand why. They ain't said nothing to us. All we know is that they broke up. Like, do we even know if he actually proposed to this lady? Like, does anybody know what we what was actually put out to the public or is it just... No, Lori Harvey, yeah. we've heard that lady say six words. To be completely honest, when they announced it, I did not give a fuck. Same. I, I said, okay. I genuinely did not care, but then I heard people uh, having think pieces. I'm like, why? But that's what dating is. You I'm date like you break up. to see if they're the right fit. Right, and just because I heard, I have, one of the things I heard is that Michael B. Jordan is such a good guy, like she should have stuck with him and married him. But if she didn't want to marry him, then she doesn't have to. It doesn't matter if he's a good guy or not. And- I mean, to be completely honest, to be completely honest, I didn't think that that shit was real in the first place. I mean, <laughs> this is all publicity. I'm like, his whole thing is he doesn't date black girls at all. This was this this man is a serial white woman dater, serious, and that's okay. No black girls in his repertoire, and that's okay, but. For these predominantly black roles, black girls started to fall out of the Michael B. Jordan thing because it's like he don't like me, and I see mm. a lot of I girls, saw a lot of me, including it. me, including me. I said he I don't even like black girls. I'm not gonna give him no attention about. And you and know, so, when black women support you, they come by the droves. Right. So this was publicity. Lori Harvey <laughs> looked it like a hell to the. Naked eye. I think she's a businesswoman. But <laughs> to the naked eye, she seems 
like she got around. So they both needed each other. I need a black girl. You need to look like you know how to settle down at least for a little while. <laughs> so I think the contract had ran, of course. And now they going, he going to find him a white woman and she going to fuck on a rapper. That's good for them. And good for them. But let's call a spade a spade. The contract is up. <laughs> when they posted the article, all I did was post the Oprah gift where she looking to the camera and turn her hands over. It's, it's over. It's done. This was all for publicity. Because we didn't even need to know about this relationship. We didn't, but it was made to a, a spectacle. Everybody released their statements. I'm so happy. And then the anniversary, she had teamed up with the game he played to put I love you, Bay, or something in the sand. And I'm like, why did we need to know that? Why was this a thing? Like, it was posted on Twitter. I saw the video. Why did I need to know this? Mm-hmm. It's giving stunts, flips, and tricks. <laughs> it's giving. I'm like, that's all this shit was. Like, I'm like, y'all taking this way too serious. I'm like, he was never gonna marry that girl because she is too black. Bye. Right. And to touch on that, a lot of people get mad at celebrities, black celebrities for for dating interracially and to be honest I don't care as long as you're not talking about like other black people I don't care like it's not I'm not gonna say that I didn't care because at the time I did care because I wanted him like but he don't want me (laughs) back but it's like it kills the appeal of a man when let's be truthful when your whole appeal is to be the hot guy that's literally his role in everything the hot guy now you the hot guy but you're only the high guy to the bitches that know they got a chance. Let's be real. And the bitches that know they got a chance are palm colored. But you are trying to branch out into these black roles, but black girls do not feel like they will be desired by you. Y'all picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, and I, I understand I, what you're saying, but I then again, but I like I said, I gave that up. I don't care. I don't care who you date. That man can go and marry um, Ivanka Trump if he wanted to. Mm-mm. That's not my business. But this shit was all for show. Michael no, Jordan totally, is doing just fine. I totally agree with you, and it. I feel like it just shows like smoke and mirrors in like Hollywood and shit. Like, <laughs> like that's what the fact that they had like. to like get in a relationship for that. And the fact that like it's simply to appeal to a target audience, which I also think is hella weird. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I see what you mean. I just think it's weird at the end of the day that if it's if it's true what you're saying that he had to get in a relationship simply to keep a certain target audience on lock is very weird to me. Um, I'm not, 
really fucking with like pop culture anymore because after like we started the podcast like just digging deeper into shit I'm like this shit's so nasty Mm -hmm. it's so fake (laughs) and like this your point kind of like proves that like they had to fake like a whole relationship like ew but like if y'all remember when Black Panther came out so many think pieces came out about Michael B. Jordan only dating white women. Like, that was brought up again. I think he just got tired of the you only date white women you mean me narrative. He, he, when he did the 100 questions with Vogue, that was one of his questions. Do you date black, like, do you like black women? Like, like, he have to make it a point to say he like black women. All the time. I think that's so annoying. Like, I understand, like, where we stand, like, Black women socially and just how people don't be wanting to date us, even Black men. Mm-hmm. But we, I just feel like we need to get to a point where, like, let them, let them be, like, it's for the best. It's for the I'm best. Like, I'm like, we shouldn't be forcing men that don't date Black women to date Black women anyway. Not even forcing, like, why are we asking? Why do we for care? Real? If I see that you, I look through your your ex book and I see white, 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 and it looks just like the fucking president of the United States. Crack, I'm done. Crack, 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 black, crack, 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 You know, one black in the midst of all them crackers. I don't need to. I don't need this. That's all I needed to know. For that's it. I'm going. I'm, I'm good. I'm not gonna constantly ask you why you don't date black women. Do you like black women? Why wouldn't you want to date me? Your mama is black, your sister is black. Who gives a fuck? That's who he prefers. And let him have that preference and we gonna go over her with uh what's that man named Kofi? He can come over. <laughs> it's other black men in the We don't need that one. Right. Stop and begging. And that kind of brings up a different tangent that I've had. I'm not gonna go too deep into this. But when people have their quote unquote preferences and they're like, oh, I won't date such and such for such and such reasons. And then when people like, like, that's weird. They're like, oh, so saying I should, I have to date such and such people. And it's like, no, but your excuses are weird. Mm-hmm. Like you can do what you want to do. Because me, I'm not going to argue with people like that i don't want you anyway if you if you think that's a really good point too you bring it up and why do they feel the need to say it out loud right you can just have your preferences and go. exactly that's the thing if it was simply just a preference then you wouldn't need to say it because it's not that's not something that's going to be like oh i'm not dating you because it's something oh i just prefer this over that like if it's just i prefer this over that then you don't need to say anything so but were you really deep it though most preferences are like based on texturism, colorism, racism, misogyny, Mm -hmm. like can y'all hear me? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So most of those that's what most of the preferences are based on. And that's why I tell people like when you see somebody that just don't date black women or don't date a certain race or don't date, you know, dark skinned black women, like please just let them go because Mm Right, like, don't waste your time arguing with them. Like, yes, they are a piece of shit. They are. But it's not someone that you 
need to waste your time on anyway because they're not gonna want you and you are way too smart at this point to want them so let it go society has just fucked them up in the head too much to even it's it's too late they're gone they're gone i'm like like at this point if you get a chance to see a nigga red flag before you get in there that sounds like a win for us right we won because i mean we don't need him we don't need him black girls listen to me I know he was fighting Black Panther. I know. But we don't need him. Let him go. He don't want to be over here. Let him cross that line. And if we, we don't go hold him down. Exactly. And if we don't need Michael B. Jordan, we damn sure don't need any of these normal ass niggas hmm. or crackers oh, or yeah. whatever else that be on their bullshit. We just don't. Period. But um, all of this aside, like with the Michael B. Jordan and Laura Harvey situation. Like, it's been so many think pieces from future stands and stuff. <laughs> and oh. I one want to say, like, the people who be dropping think pieces like this, like, you would never get the chance to date Lori Harvey. <laughs> it wasn't a loss for you. It was a loss, a fake loss for Michael B. Jordan. And that's it, number one. Number two. And to be honest, it's not even really an loss for him because he's going to find him another pretty girl. Okay. And number two. He's got a white woman with him right now. (laughs) (laughs) And the second point that I want to make, it just goes to show, like, these men, like, please, women, Black women, pay attention to how people, Mm -hmm. men, react to future in a relationship or, like, shit like this with Lori Harvey or, like, Sierra. You can understand how a man thinks. I'm talking about a straight man, by the way. A straight man thinks, depending on how he feels about this Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan situation or like a Sierra and Russell type of thing. Like, just ask the question. And you'll you'll know how they feel. And then after that, just leave. If they feel a certain type of way and it's negative because... They're going to dog you out. Like, this is like, have y'all ever noticed when you like sit up and talk to a guy about like Sierra and Russell? It's like all the nice dudes come out, quote unquote, nice dudes come out. And it's like, they hate Sierra. Why? Mm-hmm. All the toxic dudes come out too. They hate Sierra. Why? It's so like, it's so fucking team. weird. It's like, these nice guys don't even really be good dudes. And they think that because they're nice, they deserve a woman. Just because you're loyal does not mean you're a good partner. And just because you're a good partner does not mean you're compatible with the person. And dudes mm. be hella salty over this for years. Like, go to fucking because, therapy. Because the fact yeah. of it all in... A relationship isn't about terms and conditions. It's about compatibility, period. For real. It's that it, simple. And they think just because they was a good guy that that's that person they, that just because right you're loyal, you were boring. You probably were boring just because you were loyal. Like, did you buy her flowers? If if Sierra would have <laughs> went the other route and been like his other baby mama that go on Instagram. And post about all their business. He don't come see his baby. I'm sick and tired of this. You played on. They me. still would have been. I let you in my pussy. And they, they, it's like you would have been in that car, not bitter. 
You ain't got no job. You don't got nothing else you be doing. Sierra ain't been the same since goodies. What happened to, <laughs> like, what happened to, like, a boy? Like, they'll be sitting there dragging Sierra. But Sierra went on with her life. She moved on. She found somebody better and she happy. And they still don't want to see that. So what is it? Y'all hate women. Period. Go date yeah. each other. No, someone said, I think they said something. Go date each other. You, you want to be with future. Go no, be with future. I, I think <laughs> the Reed said this, either one of them, but they said, y'all don't like women. Y'all just like pussy. And that's For okay. And go that's and get you a, a pocket pussy. Don't bother me. Or go find a man with a pussy. Either or. But that's what I'm, I'm like, y'all, y'all, some guys just give me you want to be Sierra so bad <laughs> it's hurting you that you are not Sierra in this situation you are so hurt you want to be her so bad but these you be the same to, dudes you want to match and dress with future too but these the same dudes who they stand future but they hate Sierra because she got two baby daddies but future got mm-hmm. 100 baby mamas but they feel like men can do that when they can't. But that's what I'm saying. You want future. You make excuses for the niggas you want. Because I tried to act like Michael B. Jordan didn't just want white women. I tried for a long Goodbye. time. It's no way. <laughs> I was like, it's no way. It's no way. But I had to learn. I had to grow up and accept it. You just, like you say, you got to let people go. Right. I want to use this platform for anybody listening, especially if you're a black woman. Like, you need to educate yourself and find out how society views you. I'm not saying live by that, but you need to understand how you're viewed in society. And you need to find you a group of people that love you and go about it that way. Like, I just feel like the shit with social media and like how we can really see how like guys, like if you're a woman and you want to get in a relationship with a man, right? He's probably going to be straight. Um, I mean, you can't get in a relationship with a bisexual guy, but I just feel like one, they're probably not out and they're probably just not as open about it, right? But like you want to get in a relationship with a guy. So it'll be like, a straight presenting couple. So you just need to like educate yourself on where you stand socially and find people who love you and who respect your boundaries as a person who just, you'll know when people love you, right? And you just need to foster those relationships and just not give a fuck. Make your money, love on those people, let those people love you and anybody who want to come in your life, like those people that love you are the standard like don't accept anything less and just be safe out here like because dudes just really people keep saying like oh you know it's a different world today you know and it's like it's really not though Mm -hmm. because these men still have one thing that they'll never let go of the fucking audacity and they'll never learn ever because we live in this weird ass world that they set up so you need to learn so you can understand the signs and understand when somebody coming in and like don't have the best intentions with you because i'm i'm really just tired of seeing 
all this shit on social media. And I'm not saying even, even now somebody can enter my life and they just seem so perfect and they can still do me dirty. That's totally possible. But you can weed out a lot of them if you just understand that people will tell you exactly how they feel about some shit. Half the time, it's just coded. Like, you just got to read between the lines and go about it that way. But I just want to tell Black women that because it's just a dangerous world out here and people really don't like us. Like, I always knew that, but, like, I really know now. People don't, people don't like us. (laughs) No, I was just about to say, a lot of the the criticism and the hate that we get, it's like it's only reserved for black women. Mm. Had this been about um future's white white baby mama, I don't know if we got one. But if future had a white baby mama, it wouldn't be the same narrative. A lot of the hate is systemic to black women only. That's why black women end up dead and murdered and killed because a man you told a man no because you 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 like it's a different type of fear that we live with. Not only do we have to be fearful of our white counterparts, but we also have to be fearful of our black men. And sometimes women, women get really jealous of each other. Like it it it's so scary that black women are like treated in this way like we we it's like we enemy number one it's 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 so traumatizing to have to think about it's like yeah white women get killed too maybe for their husband because they don't know how to (laughs) just go be with the next bitch like black black baby like girl i'm gonna fuck you i'm gonna fuck this girl i mean it is what it is most of the time it's just white men don't know how to get a divorce and um, want that insurance money? They 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 they, they do. I, I watch a lot of true crime. That usually be the room. But black women can get killed just for being around. Like you were the black woman I chose to kill today. Like that's so terrible. That's sick. Yeah. Cause she told you no in the club. Now she gotta die. And you know who be doing it? Them quote unquote nice guys. They be so forever. Right. Because they get tired of getting told no. Stop being corny. Get your money up. And let this let this let this be said to anybody. You as as humans, we have a lot of expectations and wishes. But nobody is obligated to ever fuck you. Nobody is obligated to ever be in a relationship with you. And Ever. to piggyback off of what both y'all just said, I think a big issue with a lot of men being mad at rejection is that they feel entitled to women because they're quote unquote nice. However, they're not trying to get with women that are compatible with them. They're trying to go after a certain look or a certain- The baddies, the insta baddies. Or, or something right. like that. And they're not- looking for let me get to know this person oh they're compatible with me they're like oh she's fine so she has a big ass or such and such or whatever i want her because of that and that is a huge problem 
And, and now we having a big smart. circle moment because it's Everybody all based off the of looks. The women that they want, all based off the of looks, all based off of um these weird ass conventional beauty standards and desirability. Now we had a big circle moment. This is why I think yeah. also tell people to do some inner fucking work. Yeah. Do you really like? Do you really like this woman? Like I understand, Everybody. like. You you think she's pretty, but like, do you do you really think she's pretty, or like, do you want to? Is that what you think? Is that what you think pretty is? Like, do you really think she's pretty? Like, can we talk for hours and it not be boring? Right, for real. Can we share a space and I don't want to murder you? Right, like, (laughs) like I need like. Like it's like you. They don't get to know people. They just be like, oh, you fine. That's it. You fine. They don't care about your mind. They don't care about your likes and dislikes. You fine. Right. And that's they, care, they care that you fine. They care about your damn body count. That's it. Right. And and that's not to say that you can't find someone who um you're compatible with that is also super fine. Like nobody's saying that, but it's like right. only look at the physical. These niggas is out here fucking with bitches because they wanna impress their friends. <laughs> that's all it is. That's all it is. You just want to. That's and it bring it back to my other point. You're doing this to impress a man. Go fuck that man. Right. Just go be with that man. I don't even want to say that. Like, just because they do. Like, I don't even want to say that. They well, just they weird. don't like women. All they don't the even be don't liking like men either. They just these, fucking weird. No, it's just weird. They're entitled. Out here, uh, uh, some people are just weird, but a lot of these niggas are doing a lot of shit for men's approval. Yeah, why, why are you as a man that? wanting another man's approval? I it's agree with that. Issues. They do it that they do it for men's approval, but I think it's dangerous to assume that they do it because they want to like be with their friends i think it's it's simply dangerous to assume that and i've been seeing a lot of that too and yes they do it for men's approval because of the society that we live in and it's just a big ass power play but i also think that it's not like good to assume that they might have attraction towards their friends i don't think it's mm. it's a healthy thing to assume that for a numerous amount of reasons. I think we can keep it at where it's true and where it's not like too nuanced is that it's just a fucking power play and they want to know that they they've been able to, you know, um 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 collect body like inf- collect bodies like infinity stones. It's a fucking power play for them. They're they're not attracted to them. They're not attracted to anything. They need to go to therapy. That's it. Now, for some people, it might be that where they might be. That's what I'm about to say. Yeah, that might be the case with some, but I done seen some shit. (laughs) (laughs) I done seen some. I have seen some shit. The futurist of future niggas. The patriarch leaving their baby mama at home to come fuck on a man. I've seen it. Trust me, I. Now, I done said we, I want to talk about... Never mind. We won't go there. Go ahead. We got time today. You still light outside. <laughs> no, I was just saying... I've been saying I want to talk about 
deal, man. But y'all kept saying no. No, I didn't mind having a conversation. Trust me, I did see some shit. Who was y'all? Both of y'all. I I never said that. When I said that? I never said that. I never said said that. that? Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. I've never said that. You can talk about it. I just, I don't think I can really speak on it. Shit, I done seen some shit. (laughs) (laughs) I done seen some shit. Go ahead, Nathan. I'm trying to find my receipts to see who said it, because I might be wrongly drunk. You might be drunk. You right. Because that drink did get me right. Because I'm looking at the messages and I see where Nye said, um, I don't know enough about D.O. men because they be D.O. Period. That's exactly what I just said two seconds ago. Oh, Thank there you. we go. There we go. There we go. I see it. Um, I said, let's talk about, I suggested let's talk about D.O. men. And then Ronnie, you said we can give oohs and ahs. And I was like, no, I want y'all involved. And then Ronnie said, um, I know a little bit about it, but it's not my place to be telling me what to do. And then I said, we can have our other friend on. Um, right, that's, that's what we said. It's not, we didn't about say it. no. I just we said just I didn't want to be, it. I didn't want to speak over people and that's not my place. Now, the conversation that we just had, I was like, all I was going to say is, I done seen some shit because that's my experience of the shit I've seen based on the topic at hand we just talked about. Now, like, you see how we talked about Black women and you contributed, but you let us lead the front of the conversation? That's all we saying. Oh. Well, I mean, still, another day, because I feel like I'm too drunk for this. I don't know where I'm going to go. Well, go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll right. That's why we was like, we should have another gay man come on so that it'll be at least a back and forth conversation. Because it's like, I know a little bit, but I don't know enough to be going back and forth with you. Like. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I'm going to find somebody and we can have another conversation another week. Okay. Right. Oh, especially not in Pride Month. We can talk about negative gay stuff in Pride Month, y'all. Mm-hmm. Be who you offer your pride. That's the moral of the story. Don't hide. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, so since I just nuked that conversation, moving forward, um, child, BTS dropped an album among a whole bunch of other shit. Um. Cool guy. First thoughts on the new songs. And new stuff that we got. Things that are new to us. We'll say that. Um we all I bought love it. the we all <laughs> we all bought it. I bought I love for you like baby. That's my jam. I love for you. I love Rum BTS. I love Yet to Come. Yet to Come is so pretty. Like it's such a the two the three new songs we got were really, really reminiscent of um previous songs that they've made before like run bts gives like a uh like that 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 first album vibe yeah it, um, it, it's giving from that first album up and through like dark and wild to me yeah 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 and then like for youth gave like um forever young um uh 
and um yet to come gives like fucking I don't know. It just it just gives a vibe like it it was familiar to me. I was like, oh, they're going back to their roots. Yeah. <laughs> it like, was very okay. familiar. It, it was so like, and they fit so good amongst songs that were already out. That's why I said give the vibe of stuff that we've heard before, mm-hmm. but um. I really did love the demos. Like that's probably my favorite part of the album. I wish they would have gave it to us the streams. I don't know why they're so evil for that. But the Epiphany demo and Jenna singing it all English. I said, mm, yeah. I said, hold on. I know what he's saying. Yeah. Um, Wait a minute. One thing about me, I put that third CD on my Spotify immediately. As soon as I saw Ugly Um, Traveling, I said, yes. And let me tell you something. I saw that performance of Yoongi and Jimin um, doing Tony Montana um, so many years ago. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't watch this again. Because I need this inside. I used to watch that shit every day. Like, I, I need that inside of my spirit. And mm. when I saw that it was going to be on the album, mind you, I predicted this, Um, but when I saw it was actually going to be on the album and it was CD3 and it wasn't going to be streaming, I was upset. But as soon as I got that on my Spotify, I've been wearing it out. Mm-hmm. I listened to it at least thrice a day. My favorite demo is Forever Young. But, because June... June simply tore that track up. And I was floored. Like, okay, don't boo me. <laughs> don't boo me. But I don't listen to Feather Young, the actual song like that. I don't because that's my favorite. It's, it's very sad. I've not listened to that. Um like it's not that it's a bad song. I love the song. Like if they was to do it in concert, I I would be getting my life. But it's just like I don't like to listen to it because it just brings out an emotion in me that I don't want to deal with every day. So it's usually a skip. But when I heard the demo, I was like, I don't know. This just tastes too good. It's simply too good. Like I love the demo version of that song. Like I don't. I don't know. And the demos were so good. Like, yeah. even, like, Hobies. The DNA one, man. Oh, yeah. my God. I loved it. I don't know. It was good. I'm like, that man. It's so much talent in that group. Like, so much just. Oh, well, I was going to say something, but we're going to get to that later. <laughs> yeah. Um. I also liked the proof performance that they did. Um, they brought Anderson Park in that wig out. So that was so fun. Yeah, that was a good fun time. Um, wish they would have done Run BTS too, but you know, whatever. <laughs> they should have just, just did all three new songs because, like, it's only three. <laughs> when I tell you, for youth is like it's. It is doing something to me. I listen to it and I'm like, 
wow, a new, I'm at a new, a higher level of consciousness. I know that's fucking right. I love that motherfucking song. It's something about that song that makes me want to get up and bust the motherfucking move. They, <laughs> they just deliver every time. Like, every time. Um, of course, we had the dinner. The infamous dinner. Um, it really is infamous. So it's going down in the history books. Yeah. <laughs> um... So they explained at the dinner. Now, mind you, when I initially saw the tweets and stuff, I was like, girl, I was confused. But then I saw other tweets where it said that they said that we're going to do solo stuff and then we're going to be back. And so mm-hmm. that's pretty much been what it was. And that's what I saw. So I was just like, oh, so this, they're taking a, a group break, but we're getting solo shit in between. Sign me up. <laughs> like, as long as I'm getting fed in the meantime, I'm good. We're about to get fed times like seven. (laughs) I understood. I understood what they were saying when they said it, but looking at the, their reaction to it and me not knowing Korean and then reading the translations, something got misconstrued. Cause at first I was like, Oh, period. We, we getting, you know, they taking a break. They all do separate stuff. I'm like, okay, period. I'm like, I've been through this before. I know how this works. But then going on the timeline, I'm like, I'm looking at the reaction. I'm like, hold on now. Something's something not right in the milk over here. And so once it was, they clarified, because <laughs> did y'all see the stocks drop? I did. <laughs> in Korea? That was really sick. Niggas said, give me my money. And um, that that they had to big big had to clarify because niggas was the stocks were dropping. That was scary. Like one point seven billion dollars. That's scary. That's a lot. That's so much. <laughs> That's a lot. That is very scary. In a couple hours. All because they're not gonna put out an album as a group in like maybe a year and a half, two years. But I think that was because people was just seeing BTS take a hiatus, BTS take a break, BTS, you know, they wasn't looking at the solo stuff. They was just like, oh, they done broke up. Let me get my money. Because usually when a group says that, it's like, oh, they're done. Yeah. But but if you actually watch, I mean, I didn't get emotional until I actually watched like the dinner. I was like, fuck. I'm like, you don't know here crying. I'm like, he don't cry. That's why I was like, hold on. What is they saying, though? No, because Hobie <laughs> started, and then Jimin started crying, and then June started crying, and Jungkook started crying. I was like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. This is too much. I but, won't ever be watching that again. Yeah, I'm never watching that again. But I, <laughs> but I had to watch it the one time, though. I, I, I had to. But um, I watched it live and was sick to my stomach at work. But, um... Yeah, I didn't watch it till like hours later, and that still fucked me up, even though I knew what the T was. But yeah, like they always presented it as they're basically doing what Destiny's Child did after Survivor. Everybody gonna do their own little thing, and then they're gonna have another album. Now, I'm not saying that they're just gonna have one more album and that's it, but I'm just saying that that's kind of the mode they're in. Like they're gonna, they had their last album, they're gonna do, you know, solo stuff. And they, I- 
I think they are contractually obligated to BCS for at least the next seven years. Exactly. So, I know in 2018 they signed like what another an eight year contract. Mm-hmm. So, so they have a few more years. I'm thinking the hiatus is going to be about a year and a half. Because right. I, I don't want to say it out loud because I don't want the girls to boo me. But I do think Jen is going to go do his service. Maybe you can get your... And then once that's up, it might come back after that. I mean, that... The, 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 the news that we were getting um, an update about that, like the official results about that next week kind of threw mm-hmm. me off. However, I don't know. No, I'm I'm thinking, because this is the thing. Even if they say BTS don't have to go do military service, I think they're still going to do it anyway. Honestly. I think they probably do it anyway just because they don't want to hear people know about it. Oh, even if they don't do even if they don't don't do the entire time like even if it's just like six months i think they're gonna do it um someone was saying something and i don't know how valid this is or how accurate or if this is even like a possibility but someone said that they might get it to where they just have to do their basic training and then go <laughs> and that would be great because i don't <laughs> i'm not gonna comment on them people go but I don't, I don't like the idea of BTS being in the military because the shit they done did to Tayman is fucking scaring me. Right. I've already said my thoughts and feelings about it, so I don't need to repeat myself. But yeah. I ain't going to comment on the government, but y'all. Tayman has scarred me. Get him out of there. Free him. Those poor, poor babies. Yeah. Um, in terms of them like doing a like solo stuff I'm really excited for that because I just weren't that for a long time and I love their group work and I always will but like them being able to develop themselves Mm. as like solo artists I feel like it's so important because sorry to use Destiny Shout as an example again but I just feel like in my opinion fulfilled is like their best album. Mm-hmm. Like when the girls went and did their own shit and came back, like they I'm made business. Huh? No skips on Destiny for real. That's a great album. For real, like Start they made business. And like when you, I think it's important because they were talking about like um, not being able to make music as a group, like kind of losing that momentum. I guess mm-hmm. is that what they were saying? And like I feel like as an artist, when you develop yourself and you come back to the group that you love, it's like the input you're gonna be able to put in, not only for the group, but for yourself. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like we're gonna get some of their best work yet to come. So I'm excited for that. And also their solo work. Like, come on now, like it's not like they're just stopped. Like, we're still getting stuff from them. And that's freaking mm-hmm. awesome to me. And they're just developing themselves. And I'm just really excited for that. Like, you know, I'm very excited to learn their individual colors. Like, I want to know. Like, we see, like, a little bit of 
uh, the rap line. Like, I feel like we get a sense of who they are as artists because we have mixtapes. But the singers, we really don't know what their color is because they don't try different shit. Outside they, of the group, they, right. right. outside of the group. Like, we didn't try different shit vocally with their, like, solo songs and stuff like that. But I want to know what it is that, like, what's your genre? Like, what is it that, like, I feel like Jimin is going to be in his statement era. And I'm excited. Now, is who era? Taman. Like, he's going to give, like, Taman. Mm-hmm. But as Nathan said last night, he's going to outdo the dude. And will. He will outdo <laughs> Will. fucking will. Jimin's too will. powerful. Um, I'm very ready for it. When I got into BTS um, during the Love Yourself Tear era, so them having solo songs, you know, and being able to do that has always been a part of my experience. So with every release or every time that we know that we're going to get a solo song, I'm always excited to, you know, see what everyone is going to give by themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously not to say, you know, I have to put this disclaimer. That's obviously not to say I don't care for them as a group. As a group, of course, I stand down. But it's it's just interesting to see what members in a group do uh, do alone. Like, mm-hmm. what are we giving? Like, and then it also allows you to be like, oh, so in this song, maybe this was their idea. Yada yada yada. Boom boom. boom. But um, yeah, I just. I've always liked hearing what they had to give by themselves. And I get a whole album of this, seven of them. And we get to see them at like festivals and stuff. Like, bro, like who isn't excited? Who isn't mm. excited? For real. Like, he'll be on the stage by himself. That's going to be so emotional for him, I feel. For the first time. What are we gonna it's going to give. It's going to give everything. It was supposed to get. I hope we get bang bang bang. I hope I hope they don't start doing because I I kind of want to see the process of what they did individually. Um, I want that too? Like I love behind I the scenes. Want yeah. more bang bang bombs of them like um in the studio. Even, yeah, even if they just do like the vlogs, like when they went on vacation and they all had a vlog. Even if they just do that. That would be sick. But yeah, I love just seeing like their process to see how they do stuff. So I'm eating up all seven of these albums because because one thing about it, me, everybody got something that I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Like, oh, such and such. I, I want to see what his video is going to look like. I want to see what kind of production he's going to have. You know, I'm I'm ready for it all. One thing about you, like, he's going to give me a ballad. I think, <laughs> but the thing is, like, even in the group, like, we've just seen just how different they all are and how it works. So, for them to expand on that and do it like by themselves for once, mm-hmm. like, I'm so excited to like see that. Yeah, it's just a. Natural- I really want to see the creative process. I do, even if it's in the next movie. I watch it. Come on, give it to me. Uh- Back to the theaters. Mm-hmm. And will. That was a good old time. We had to bring our own drinks up in places like this, but I'm a reader. Mm-hmm. Please. Um, 
But yeah, good luck to BTS and all their future endeavors. We'll be right here waiting on you. You get back. Right. Um. One thing about it, we all are gonna buy it, <laughs> and that's genuine. We're all. We're, we're all going, going to buy it. <laughs> no, because imagine <laughs> the money I'm about to spend on these albums. And they're gonna be actual albums. They have photo cards and shit in it. Oh God, uh, this is gonna be so sick. And all that. Oh my God, that's gonna be sick. Imagine buying a a a Yungi album, and it got a fucking photo card in it. I'm going to bust. Because I know who I'm getting. You know, that's oh, the sickening part about that, too. <laughs> that's amazing. I don't have to even think. I just know. I just know. It's JK. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 all I had about pop culture. That's all I give a fuck about. What about Miss Beyonce? I'm, I don't <laughs> want to talk about her because I'm sick of her and her games. Honestly. I just feel like... It's a bunch of... And her tracksuit. I would think that the high has developed discernment mm. after all these years mm. of these of this lady. She plays games. We know this. She knows this. The world knows this. But even as her fan, you just have to understand. You can't predict this bitch. The rest of the world has a PlayStation or a Nintendo Switch, and Beyonce has a Beehive. And so. fucking www.beyonce.com. Because <laughs> my sis will make a call. It's giving a hallmark. I just feel but, like we just can't just just let her just let the shit come. Like yeah. <laughs> at this point, I'm Beyonce on the internet. Like, come, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. At this point, I'm just like, don't talk to me about her unless the album's coming out, please. Until it come out, I'll, I don't even want to talk to y'all. I'm, and by y'all, I mean majority of the high when it come out. But just just be quiet. That's it. Let me make let me make a new private. And my app about to be and fuck Beyonce. <laughs> please. please. No, because she's just so irritating. Like, why does she do this? Like this whole thing with this, uh, she posted uh, uh, all the albums by Black people that she enjoyed, and then she and has then, to pointed to. I'm like, I, I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, I don't even want to look at it because I'm gonna be like, is that really her arm? <laughs> she, she is such a no. Bad that has to be somebody's album cover. How does nobody know whose album cover that is? Like she can't yeah, point that it. That shit is that? probably who from that? Ivy. That shit from the Ivy Hart photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Watch all this shit come out, and she'd be like, "It's new Ivy Park guys." With um, that's what I say. She about to give us some rainbow fucking Ivy Park bitch, and you uh, know what? I mean, call it in them tracksuit. Apparently, someone said that the prices for the next line leaked, and it's supposed to come out July eighth. But I had said that if she does an Ivy Park Pride this month, I would turn against the L, the G's, and the T's. <laughs> the, 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 the T's are safe, but the rest of you hoes, yeah, you're done. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Just to the lesbians be gays in the pie. Yes, I'm Every, never going to. Everybody turn, else is safe. I'm never going to turn against my trans sisters and brothers ever. I'm crying. But the rest of y'all, y'all can go. 
And it's all Beyonce's fault, too. Take that Glad Award back. Oh, my God. Can we talk about fucking Saucy Santana? Mm. But we can go ahead. My point... Can I go first? Because I have... Yeah. It's very short and simple. We all know disgusting that, you know, he said that about... um, our princess all the, all the years ago we know that people did that yada all saucy had to do was be like i did say that shit that shit was very stupid that was fucked up i'm sorry i'm a better person now i'm not gonna do this anymore. i realized i was dumb that's all he had to say and it would have been done squashed that would have been it and anybody and i feel like i'm a personally if he had said that in a sincere way and meant it I feel like if you were still coming after him, that would be crazy, especially with some shit that was said years ago. But the way, but the way Saucy responded to the backlash is why I'm like, have at him. Right, he doubled down. Like, he quadrupled that. Why would I apologize to y'all? You're not apologizing to us. You're apologizing in general. But you want to reach out to Beyonce and reach out and grab her hand as if you was Diane Warwick and she is uh, Whitney of the Houston. But at, at the end of the day, you don't know Beyonce like that. You will never be in contact with Beyonce ever again after this. So you made a public statement, so you need to apologize publicly. Right. I don't get what's so difficult about when people bring up how you were wrong. What's so hard about being, damn, that was fucked up. What's really annoying me about this situation is the think pieces coming out defending Saucy. So I'm pretty sure we all know Beyonce is like a superstar, the number one superstar in the world. You dropped a song that sampled something that she sampled. So, yes, her fans are going to search your tweets to see if you've ever said anything disrespectful. And I'm not saying that's a good thing, but there's no going back. And it's, that's, it's what happens. So the fact that people are like, for real, so the fact that people are like, it's weird that y'all, as soon as Saucy get to the, the, the y'all searching, da, da, da. if that booty song had never fucking came out, they probably, they probably wouldn't have looked up the tweets. But because the shit came out and Beyonce is involved in some manner, it's gonna happen. Right. It's simply gonna happen. So and she's thinking my every punch box. I think that people saying that they trying to like set him up on purpose. It's not that they're trying to set him up. I don't think people care that much yet. He's not mm. that big yet. It's the fact that. Beyonce is like the slightest bit involved and you got her fans coming to search your tweets at that point you had to your team should have been on it because had I had a bitch like me that understands the internet if I was let's say I was because I'm not right but let's say I was a BTS auntie and I come and sample some shit from the same shit that they sample I know the fucking armies are coming for my tweets I know that. I would delete that shit so fast. So it's just 
it's it's how the world is. It's not that they're trying to set him up. And I understand that he does have his own, like, problems in the industry because he's a gay man in the rap scene. But it's not that. It's not because for this situation, that's not the reason why they're doing that. They're doing that because Beyonce was involved in some manner. And she's the number one superstar in the world. And they're going to see if you were talking about her because they don't want to support you if you were. Simple as that. I think those think pieces, they can go to hell with those. You can't defend him on this when he was 20 years old, when he said it. And not everybody was saying that shit back in the day because I wasn't. I was in my early teens and I knew better. Right. But other bitches were saying it. Bitches were just weird back in the day. But not everybody was doing that. And he was too old to be doing that. And he needs Mm -hmm. to apologize. Right, because everybody that's talked about Blue Ivy and they've been um, exposed for it, they've never apologized to that little girl. Mm-hmm. They have yet to apologize. That's the issue at hand. You are fucking weird, and everybody else who used to talk about her, fucking weird, and you need to apologize to that little girl publicly. Don't nobody want to come steal your shine. This shine ain't really there yet. You need to apologize to Blue Ivy. Simple as that. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real. A lot of people were saying some nasty shit back in the day, and they were getting away with it. However, that doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it right. It just means that you niggas were acting like you didn't have no sense back in the day. And I'm gonna keep it real. There was a lot of shit, and not about blue, but about other things that I won't go too deep upon that I didn't say, but were said around me, and I let that shit slide. And when I think back about it, I'm like, I should have got them together. Like me too. But but. It's the part where we fast forward to now and you feel like you have the inability to look back and be like, wow, I was wrong. It's okay to be wrong. The If you show change and growth, that's a good thing. Like, it's okay to change your opinion when faced with new information. Thanks. Like, One thing about me, I always... And apologize to Blue Ivy. The fuck? <laughs> right, like... It, this literally would not have blown up if Saucy saw this, saw what he said, and was like, why was I, as a 20-year-old grown adult, talking shit about a baby's head? So many people did it. And it wasn't even about just her head. They was just talking about like her features, too. And that shit is mm. so weird to me. And a whole bunch of people was doing it. And it's annoying because... First of all, you should never be talking about a kid, a baby. Like, if you do shit like that, and I still know it's weird bitches out there that do it, you're very weird. Get get into some therapy. Do some introspection work because you're fucking weird to be talking about a baby. And I hope, I hope that if you listen to this and you feel triggered, I hope, <laughs> I hope. Mm-hmm. this sends you down a rabbit hole of you feeling like a complete piece of shit because mm-hmm. at the end of the day I do want you to grow as a person and this is what you need to hear you're a piece of fucking trash to ever <laughs> speak on a kid to mm-hmm. ever speak on a child get them again, especially get them a me. black child especially when you know your experience as a black person in the world as a black person that's you know as a black woman as a black person, a part of the LGBT community, you're fucking insane. And mm-hmm. I hope you feel like a piece of shit. Um, mm-hmm. This is what you need to grow. 
So listen mm-hmm. to me when I say this. And I hope I hope it goes in both ears into your brain and you think about it for Ooh. years down the line. You're a piece of shit and you need to get yeah. your shit together. You need to get, get your shit together talking true. about kids, and especially when you know your experience, how it felt growing up as a black person with, you know, um, hair that isn't very loose, like um, non-black people or, you know, black people that are mixed and shit like that. Like, you need to really get it together because I know it's a projection mm-hmm. and just seek therapy. That's it. Mm-hmm. And apologize to Blue Ivy and to all the kids that you be calling ugly simply because they don't fit conventional beauty standards and here we are at another full circle moment and speaking of celebrities getting canceled um did you guys um see that um people were getting onto lizzo about her new song a word using mm-hmm. her song um, that shit was crazy to me i was like yeah you know what i was like i did not know that that was a slur and i like have to hold myself accountable now too because I actually have a brother and he has cerebral palsy. I had no idea that that was a slur. Now I guess it's a slur. It's legally a slur in England, but I think it just goes to show how a lot of like those type of slurs are just ingrained into like African American vernacular English because Mm -hmm. I had no idea. And then they were talking about other words that are slurs too that I, I hear on it daily just with black people I'm like damn exactly so that particular word we use that as like you know I told the, the girl the other day that I was I was like I said I said I've been here for a long time I said I'm whatever yeah I did I said I'm like that's just what we say like it was always just something that we said like I never thought of it as like a slur so when they was saying the word was bad I was like Right, but it, but but it's the thing is it's a regional thing though. That's the thing. Mm. But my, and I'm gonna be very honest, my issue is that y'all were getting on Lizzo for the wrong thing. Y'all should have been getting on Lizzo because that song isn't good. That's what you should have been getting her for. Because I didn't even listen to the song to be honest. I didn't have the intention to. You're not missing anything because um. It's about damn time is a bop. Is it? Yes. It's an okay song. I heard it for the first time. It's okay. I love that song. But this girl's song, no. Absolutely. It's giving an album filler. <laughs> at, and that's at best. This shit. Yeah. Um, it had me considering you know, selling my Lizzo ticket. <laughs> Please. But I'm gonna hold out. I'm gonna hold out for the album. You say it's making you want to sell it? Yeah. You know, I feel like seeing a whole bunch of the like takes from this, it's kind of like a lot of people like hear how something is a slur, and because it kind of like I, I I was saw a thread that I don't feel like finding right now, and I can't think of the the author of it. Um, but it was like. When things, when people challenge, um, like the way you think or like the way you, um, cause like in the black community, right? 
it was just a big thing because people didn't under didn't know that that was a certain instead of trying to like educate themselves on it and like talk to people with cerebral palsy and things like that like they got defensive it's like oh we don't mean it that like, we don't mean it like that we don't da, da, da. and I just feel like it kind of just shows how like when shit doesn't really affect us like people who don't mm-hmm. have cerebral palsy people who you know don't have to deal with that like it feels like an attack when it's just somebody really just saying like don't use this word because so and so like it feels like an attack and like they don't want to like change and shit like that and I feel like I kind of saw it clear as day when all this came out because yeah like we'll, we'll tell white people all the time don't wear box braids but when somebody that goes through the things that that word is called for says I would appreciate if you don't do this we get defensive like how we understand that for box braids but not this you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying like I just wish people would be more open especially when it's black people and we sitting here fighting for all types of shit not to be done by non-black people like Mm -hmm. I just wish people would look at things outside of themselves. Yeah. And speaking of compassion, um, who has listened to Demi's new song? I have that. You see how I got signed? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. I just it's not it wasn't the first thing on my mind. Yeah. Or the or the last they, the they <laughs> snapped on La La Land and that's all I can give them. That's yeah. all. I can do. Um. Well. Uh. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. <laughs> um. I listened to Demi's new song and I thought it was great. I think yeah. I'm never gonna listen to it. I. I think I think that this album might it might be what Demi might be on their third good album in a row. I must in a row. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Demi mm-hmm. streak. I don't know. It's giving. I mean, good Demi. But mm-hmm. pop rock, Demi has always been really good, though. If if it's as pop rock as I think it's gonna be, then I'm gonna give it a listen. It's just I haven't stayed time. Yeah. No, can we talk about a song that I've been fucking eating up? That damn song from Stranger Things. I bet. Oh, what's that damn song? Um, song. running up that hill. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I I've been eating that song. Uh, I bet I need more songs like that. I like when it's like. I guess that. Um, well, bro, um, I need to go and listen to that K. Bush. I'm from night from 1884. For no, I listen. I was listening to the album. It was so good. I guess that genre is called like art rock or something like that. Yeah, or... um, she's kind of like I know the Lords and Lana Del Rey's of today. She's pretty much their mother. Okay, so that's my, that's part. That's what it is. Because you know, I love me some Lord. Yeah, she's pretty much their mother. She was like the first alt rock girl, but she was just more successful in the UK than she ever was here. 
Mm, the song is a bop, and I just love how that whole album sounds like uh, it's it, it it it's like I can go on a walk. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I can play in the house because I don't watch Stranger Things or normal things, so uh, yeah, right. I, I just never heard it, but I might check that song out because I've heard nothing but good things about the song. I'm gonna send it to you. It's a bop. I'm so happy because and fuck Beyonce is available on Twitter and I do own it now. <laughs> What's I don't want to take that yet. And oh, Beyonce. Beyonce. It is available and it is now mine. I am the proud owner of and fuck Beyonce. Running up that hill. So if y'all want my private, it is at and fuck Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Let me go follow on my private. I think I followed your name. But, um, yeah. What was we talking about? Demi. Uh, I really used to be a Levotic back in the day. One would call me a Levotic because I did keep up with her and knew all her business. Them, sorry. I did well, keep up with um, them and knew they business. Their Instagram says they, them, she, her. Okay. Oh, oh I think she is. So, so yeah. Um, I I did keep up with them. And so, I to be honest, that la- the Tell Me You Love Me, is it that album? Yeah. That well, was probably the last album I listened to through and through and was like, this is good. Because the one before that was um, the one that I liked before that was Unbroken. Because the one in the middle, I did not like. In the middle of those two. I didn't like it. I was like, turn it off. The one with Stone Cold on it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I listened, that album came out um, and it was a morning after a hookup and I woke up and I was like, oh, didn't we drop that album? And so while <laughs> I was getting ready to leave the hotel, I was listening to it and I was like, some of these songs kind of good. Some of these songs kind of mm-hmm. good. But I have a whole lot Shane! Uh-uh. Shane! <laughs> but yeah. Shane! Unbroken and... Oh, and the album Demi. Um, to Tell Me You Love Me. Those are all good. Yeah, dancing with the devil of the art of letting go was also good, but it's just not one of the ones I have. We're all gonna buy it in concert. <laughs> well, I'm not buying it, but I probably will be. Sure. Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> yeah, you want to know her best? I mean, their best album. Which one? Don't, Don't forget. Bye, Uh-uh. <laughs> all right, that that's all I had. Are we giving songs of the week still? Yeah. I think I think Dean is the Beyonce of K-pop. Oh, speaking of, I listened to his album. Because, because niggas been waiting on this Dean album. <laughs> and he's been talking. <laughs> they like, bitch, I don't even want to get my hopes up. <laughs> that fucking song, I Love It by Dean. Mm, I love it. No, oh. I listened to, to Dean's album for the first time yesterday. And I was like, y'all have a point. <laughs> 
Um, where... His song, I love it. I love that song. Okay, so I'm going to automatically add um, the new BTS songs, so don't even worry about saying them. Perfect. Okay. Songs of the week. Oh, and I'm going to add Born Singer. I am a Spotify user now. Wow. Pop it up, pop it up, pop it up, right? Once I knew I could put my fucking shit on from my Apple to my Spotify and I have to make no long ass playlists, I was good. I'm going to make my playlist on Apple and then transfer it to Spotify because I don't have time. Um, That's the only thing I do not like about Spotify is making playlists. Like, yeah, this, making this shit is ass. Sucks on Spotify. Yeah, this shit is ass. But I had to. So. Make- my songs of the week is called Makeup by Sam Kim. How do you spell that? The artist name? Sam, S-A-M, Kim, K-I-M. <laughs> With Crush? Um, yeah. Okay. And That's Hilarious by Charlie Poop. The bitch? I don't know. It's good. <laughs> that shit was good the, and I want to put this Monster X song on here but I'm not even going to do that but go ahead that's not my song of the week but I had to sing that one mm-hmm. Um, you done Sean? Mm-hmm. okay I got a couple <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, one of them is Slow Down featuring Lucky Bay by Fan Jess A bop, I recommend everybody listen to that. Um, another song is Deserve by Lucky Day. Um, and Speechless by Sierra. <laughs> mm. I'm speechless. Ah. Nobody told you to sing, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we did not say give a sample. Okay. I'm speechless. <laughs> okay. My songs of the week are um D Half Moon by Dean. Um what else? What else was it? Oh, Skin of My Teeth by Demi. And I'm gonna go ahead and put fucking uh, Hot and Heavy by Jesse Ware. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, I was saying, mm hmm. I'm not saying on the timeline. My bad. Oh, no, you're fine. I was just playing along. And that's that. Before we go, Nye, do you have anything you want to say to the friends? Um, for the people that like were listening since day one, I'm so sorry that I didn't tell y'all that I was leaving. But, you know, a bitch went through some shit. And I just came to the conclusion that the podcast was something that I didn't want to do anymore, but I'm always here for, you know, 
my two friends whenever they need me, whenever they ask me to come on. Um, I'm always available. I might not be available that day, but you know, you could fit something in always. But um, yeah, bitch, just went through some shit, still going through some shit, still learning as a human. I'm only 21. And yeah, it's just a vital time for me to learn and grow. And I just feel like, you know, Nathan said earlier, your opinions change with more inf- the more information you get. And me being 21, I get new information every day. And I just feel like my opinions change way too often for me to really give an opinion on some things. So, um, yeah, I was just like, let me just step back. And also, I just didn't want to be involved um, with, like, Twitter like that anymore or just social media, period. Like, I'm going back to school next week, getting my life together, saving more, and just on my shit because I just have a goal that I want to reach by, like, 25, 26 now. And, yeah, I didn't want to be, like, spotty or anything with the episodes and push us back from film and stuff. So I just said, like, let me not hold the grills back. And they still doing the damn thing. Um, so yeah. Love you guys. Always here if you guys need me. Um I also am not on stance with it anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah, just lots and lots of changes. Um, shit's probably still gonna keep changing because that's just how life is. Um, forces don't stop, they keep going. Word to Young Thug. Um, and yeah. And on that note, friends, you can find us on Twitter at the Friends Podcast, Instagram at the Friends Podcast, Pick and Talk, um, YouTube. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and um, we have our Patreon. It's all in our links. So yeah, make sure you eat life up. Oh wait, didn't we say we're gonna have a different thing, Ronnie? Oh, and remember, we're all friends here. We're all (laughs) yeah.